The 2024 class of Utah football players is officially signed. That means it's time to look ahead to 2025. Who are the top players in the state of Utah that you need to know about? We're going to tell you on today's Locked On Utes. You are Locked On Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and thank you for making Locked On You to your first listen every single day. We are available on all platforms, including YouTube and wherever you may get your podcasts. If this is your first time listening to our show, make sure you like and subscribe. Love interacting with all of you in the YouTube comments as well as on social media, where you can follow our show at Locked On Utes. Today's episode of Locked On Utes is brought to you by FanDuel. You can make every moment more. New customers can join today, and you'll get $150 in bonus bets. If your first bet of $5 or more wins, visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. My name is JT Wistersill, former intern inside the University of Utah Athletic Department, and I'm ecstatic to be joined by Moose Bingham, a former kicker at the University of Utah, as well as someone who covers the high school football level, as well as anyone for KSL Sports Rewind too. doing a bunch of other stuff out there. Moose, it's hard for me to keep track of everything you have going on, but always great to be joined by you here. And I'm excited to talk with you about the class of 2025 too, because this feels like a really good class and some fun players in it that I think could make a difference for Utah. Oh, my goodness. Utah absolutely knocked it out of the park for the 2024 class. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, what's crazy? Is the 25 class is good? The 26 class is unbelievable. We're already throwing out offers for the 2028 class, and they haven't even played a down of football. I mean, this state is getting better and better every single year. I'll talk with college coaches all around the country, and they're like, we're making a priority to go to the state of Utah. I'm like, heck yes, you should. And Utah needs to really make a border around this state because if they don't, they're going to start losing a lot of talent and guys that will be immediate impact players for the future for the Utes. They already have in some ways in the past. That's always going to happen. But how about Jackson Powers Johnson? The season he just had up in Oregon. Um, Roger Saliapaga is going to Miami. Am I correct, Moose? He's going to Oregon as well. He's going to Oregon as well. So it's the dang ducks that are stealing everyone, basically. But there are a lot of really talented players in this state. And you're right. The other states are starting to wise up to that. You know, I still remember last fall when 24-7 Sports released their first kind of rankings of the class of 2026. And not just one, not just two, not three – Four Utah players from the state of Utah were on that list. And, and that just goes to show you how good of a class it was. And you already even said that you might want to talk about some of those guys more in depth. Want to talk about the 2025 and maybe a few of the 2026 recruits that really have our eye right now. And when you're talking about guys that Utah needs to land, like you said, other states are going to be coming and other coaches. There's going to be other NIL deals because that's just the world of college football today. They're going to be trying to bring these guys into their programs. Who are some of the top? And I'll this. Who is the number one guy you look at right now? You're like, Utah needs needs to land this guy for me right now like you could go o-line you could go with aaron dunn who's a oh. phenomenal tackle six five and a or six seven and a half 290 and he's been that size since i've known him in like eighth grade he is massive but the guy that utah has to get right now is jerome miles they have to keep that corner canyon pipeline they have to get a difference maker at wide receiver utah has been known for great tight ends phenomenal running backs, but Jerome Miles is a wide receiver that I believe has enough talent 
and charisma that he can change Utah into a receiver-friendly school. Yeah, I mean, he was special last season, what his connection with Isaac Wilson meant. I would love to see that renewed at the collegiate level, too, and he's a game-changer. And it wasn't like, well, did he make Isaac Wilson? Did Isaac Wilson make him? No, 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 no. When great players play together at the high school level, you see the results that happen. Then it led to a ton of wins. Of course, there were some injuries there that I think Miles dealt with at one point, too, that knocked him out a few games. But he is a transcendent receiver, and I would love to see him play for the University of Utah. And uh, he's going to have a pretty good year as well with Helaman Kasuga now throwing him the ball this coming year as well. The Corner Canyon pipeline is uh, is incredible. I talked about Kasuga on yesterday's show a lot, and uh, I'm glad that Utah offered him trying to get an early because I think he's going to be tremendous as well. But uh, you went with Jerome Miles. I, you talked about him a little bit. I'm going to do a little more because you you officially picked Jerome Miles. I am going to say Aaron Dunn. To me, when you talk about the offensive line for Utah, in the trenches is where, yes, Utah right now is one of the best teams in the Big 12. If they want to take the next step, I feel like you need to continue to get stronger in the trenches, especially this past season. Like you saw Spencer Fano come in and do some nice things as a true freshman, but he was only a true freshman, so you saw some of the struggles there as well too. But if you could give me the potential offensive line in the future of a guy like Fano and then like Aaron Dunn a season or two into, you already mentioned the size. I just remember watching his footwork, the way he moves. Guys that big aren't supposed to look that good in space or just coming off the ball in general. I I think he's going to be a special player moves too. Yeah, I went down to Colorado, talked with Deion Sanders, sat down with a bunch of different people out there, and I've put up Aaron Dunn's basketball film, and I was like, offer this kid now. This is a program changer. Let's freaking go. And next thing I knew, everyone and their mother had offered Aaron Dunn. But I like that pick. If we're going to keep going in this way, I'm going to do something a little different. I love Utah's tight ends. I want to keep that tight end tradition going if I'm at Utah. I'm going to focus a little bit on Bear Tenney. I'm going to have Freddie Whittingham go down. Bear Tenney, he's played in Arizona. He's played in Texas. He finally found his final home at Lehigh High School. And I'd be like, hey, we're just a few moments down the road, and we've already put a tight end in the first round of the draft. We're probably going to put another one in soon. You could be the next. And that would be my pitch to Bear Tenney. Because there is, I mean, you could look at Iowa as a very high-end tight end school, but Utah is right there with all of the phenomenal tight ends we've had. Wesley Tonga, Jake Murphy were a couple I played with, and I'm just like, these guys are absolute monsters. Monsters. And you could see that going on with what Utah has. I really love that they got Carson Ryan this last year, one of my favorite tight ends in the whole entire country. I thought he was an offensive guard at first, and then I saw a move, and I was like, that boy can move and he can catch. Whatever Ross Poe is feeding him is a beautiful thing. And I'm like, you know what? There are some great tight ends, and I love Freddie Whittingham. I love what he's doing with the tight end room. And Utah could take advantage with kind of the vacuum of Steve Clark being gone from BYU for the last little bit. Yes, the tr- tight end tradition that Utah's built has been really strong and uh that, like you mentioned, Tenny would be another guy that would be a fantastic addition close by, too. And I, I appreciate you staying on the 25s right now, by the way. I know it's hard for you probably not to say a tight end in the 2026 class, who we'll probably be talking about here in a moment because that's a pretty special playmaker as well, too. But um, I love the Tenny pick. I, I would love to move off the offensive line, but I can't. I, I just think this class, when I still remember like watching Sky Ridge High School a couple of years ago, Moose, and watching Ben Howard and Darius Apulavu out there run around and play. And I'm like, man, those guys are really good. And it's like, 
they're sophomores. Like, are you kidding me? I, that's where I was like, oh, man, these guys are going to be game changers. I mean, I could say either one of them right now. At this exact moment, I'll go with Afalava. I mean, 6'5", 320, just his mobility as well. Just anytime I can get on offensive linemen that not – obviously, these guys are all strong. Like, But then, once again, the athleticism is what I go back to, and, and he's a guy I really think you pair him as well with Jim Harding being a strong offensive line coach he is. And – I think he can be a mover of men, not just at the collegiate level, but potentially even better than that. Yeah, I mean, both of those guys are phenomenal, and it's just impressive to see the line at Skyridge. I really love their O-line coach, Coach Stevenson. He was my O-line coach at Alta. I tried to convince him to let me play O-line, but our line was 6'5", 300 pounds across the board, and I didn't quite fit in, unfortunately. But that is a great pick. I love the 25 class. I think we do need a quarterback, but you know what? I love Wyatt Becker, and I would choose a quarterback from the state of Utah, but Wyatt Becker, after I broke down his film, the whole time I was like, oh, oh, oh. I was like, this man is probably the best quarterback in the whole gosh darn country. I really like Wyatt Becker. Yeah, take that to the bank. If Utah can hold on to him, Wyatt Becker is an absolute dog. I will tell that to my mother, to my grandmother. I will go to my grandpa's grave in Colville. And I will say, Grandpa Ed, I saw one of the best quarterbacks ever. And he'd say, he's probably not as good as me. But Wyatt Becker is the absolute truth. And if we've got all these guys on offense, we've only talked about the offensive side of the ball. Let's get a little defensive. I'm going to hop to the 2026 class. I need Someone that's just a straight-up dog. Maybe even biotic. Maybe even a robot. Let's go with Bot's Mui Tolo as my next pick. My goodness. Bot, I watched him as a sophomore this last year. And he was the best gosh darn player on the field. Every time his size 19 feet, I don't know how big they are, but they touched the field and I was like, Bot, you're a monster. He's like, I've worked hard. I've done what I need to do. And I'm like, no crap. Utah needs to sell out to get Bot Muitolo to get to sure up their defensive line. Utah has established themselves great running backs, great tight ends, and then great defensive linemen. Built in the same body as Starlo Tulele and great D linemen that have come before him. Bot Muitolo could even be quicker than Star. You can put weight on him. He could be 6'4, 300 pounds, and he could be one of those dominant. D lineman that just Utah has made a mark with. He absolutely could be. I actually have a story about bot. I'm excited to share with all of you in one moment, but first want to talk to you about one of the sponsors of today's episode of locked on Utes in our friends at eBay motors, passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, led headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with eBay, motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that win keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions do apply also want to talk to you all about another sponsor of our episode of locked on Utes today it's our great friends at uccu 
Here's some exciting news. UCCU has just elevated their checking accounts by enhancing them with more benefits, more savings, and more online protections than ever before. A lot more, actually. Paired with the most advanced and comprehensive mobile banking tools, elevated check-ins as a must-have a financial product packed with lifestyle security and financial benefits. The lifestyle benefits alone include cell phone protection, roadside assistance, telehealth with 24-7 access to licensed health professionals with zero copay, and exclusive savings on travel, shopping, and dining. And elevated checking is free when you do any one of the following. Use your debit or credit card 15 times or more a month or make a monthly direct deposit of $500 or more or maintain an average daily balance of $1,500. Otherwise, UCCU Elevated Checking is only $6 a month. So you can visit uccu.com to open an elevated checking account online or stop by any branch to open an account. UCCU, love where you bank. Moose, you were just raving about Bob Mulitalo and I couldn't agree more. I called one of his games... Uh, earlier this year and he was tremendous and he was like coming off an injury if I remember too and he had like three sacks it was the American Fork game it was actually one they were not supposed to win and he took the game over he was the best player on the field um it was a blast to call it I actually got so excited calling it that he used my call of one of his sacks in one of his highlight films as well like I was it was so much fun to be out there and witness that level of peak performance in person and you know as we're continuing to draft once again bots a great pick as well I talked about Kasuga a lot yesterday. I, I just talked about Ben Howard too. So you know what? I'm going to beat you to the punch because you already took one tight end. I am going to take Brock Harris. I think oh, Brock Harris don't, is don't you next. dare. <laughs> well, you know, since I said his name first, I will be a nice host and at least let you talk about why my selection of Brock Harris was so great. Dude, let's be honest here. He's listed at six six two forty. Most kids, when they say that, I'm like, you're a liar. You're really 6'2", 180. Brock Harris, I was out in Orlando this last week and going to the Florida Coaches Convention because I'm that guy. And Brock Angry. Harris and his family was like, hey, come out to lunch with us. We'd love to meet you. And I was like, fantastic. And they brought the missionaries with them. And I was like, okay, I'll pay for their lunch too, freeloaders. I'm just kidding. But they were the nicest family, greatest people. But Brock legitimately scared me when I met him face-to-face. -face. I was like, you're 6'7", 250 at least, bro. You're massive. He just got invited to the Under Armour All-American game as a junior, playing in it as a junior. This is the first year they're allowing that to happen. He's a five-star tight end. Do you know how many times we get a five-star tight end in this state? Absolutely never. He's the first one. He is the guy and the crown jewel of any class. He's rated as the second tight end. I want to see the first because I'm calling BS. I've never seen a sophomore tight end like him. I thought he got held back 10 years. That's how good he was looking. But Brock Harris is a phenomenal kid, phenomenal human being, and is a program changer from day one. No, I, I think he definitely is as well. He's just he's gonna be tremendous too. Um hey Moose, whether it's 25 or 26, who who's the next guy you would look at? Oh my goodness. I now you got me thinking because I'm thinking Salisi Moa. I'm thinking all these guys, but I'm Utah just does such a great job with offensive linemen. I would take a shot across the bow at BYU. And I would do everything I could to get Austin Pay. If I'm getting bought Louis Tolo, okay. yep. I'd get – I mean, 
His brother was almost committed to Utah, to be honest with you. I had to do so much to try to get him to flip to BYU. But Austin Pay is one of the best built O-linemen I've ever seen. He is phenomenal. His footwork, he's the best of all of his brothers. And I don't think, like, some of his brothers have had good experiences, some of them not so much. But he's one that could buck the trend. When I initially talked to him as he was a sophomore – He's like, I want to go out of state. I want to do this. I don't want to follow in my brother's footsteps. And Utah could use that to their advantage at this point. I think Austin Pay is a kid where you can build the O-line around him. And he's a kid that could come up and you could bring Fano to the right side. He could anchor the left or vice versa. And you have two elite Utah linemen on that line. And I really like what the O-line coach at Utah does. He's a stud. I was talking about him Harding. with uh, Jackson Powers Johnson. I mean, Harding is a stud. And JPJ, he's like, if I ever entered the portal, it'd be hard to say no to Harding. They kind of – it was interesting to listen to him because Jackson Powers Johnson grew up a Utah fan, and Utah has to cultivate the local talent or they're going to see him at Oregon or other places, and it's just – it's a sad state of affairs. I like to see our local kids stay local. I agree. And uh, if yeah, if I ever get a time machine, I'm going to try to go back in time and make sure that Utah, may, I, like you said, it sounds like they did everything they could to get JPJ to come to Utah. It's hard to say no to Oregon, but uh, hearing that as well is one of those, uh, this one of those missed opportunities for the, for the university of Utah there, but there is so much talent in the state of Utah in the class of 2025 and 2026. And before we completely leave this topic though, of talking about players in the future that excite, us you said some very glowing things about Wyatt Becker and I just wanted to hear a little bit more of your thoughts on just why you think he's the best quarterback in the class of 2025 as you just stated like 10 minutes ago I think (laughs) Wyatt Becker if you turn on his film he throws the ball on a rope he doesn't get the best protection at times it doesn't freaking matter he'll have a guy in his face throw the ball like 60 yards down the field right into the bread basket and you're sitting there and your breath gets taken away when you watch his film on huddle. Seriously, I was, I've been saying this for the past few months. I called up Blecken, and I'm like, Blecken, you guys have the best quarterback in the whole class. He's like, I know. Don't tell anybody. And I'm like, I won't. But honestly, I compared him head-to-head with so many other quarterbacks, and he won out. I was like, it'd be close with a couple kids, but he is my favorite quarterback in this entire freaking class. If he continues his development, I see him as a first-round draft pick. And if Utah can keep him, he's a kid that could make us forget about guys like Alex Smith. He's a kid that can make us forget about guys that have come before. You're Brian Johnson's. He's a kid that can open up the offense. And who knows, like, maybe Witt will be here the next 10 years. I have no doubt he could do it. Maybe not. But if you get a new coach in here and someone that likes to spread the ball out a little bit, imagining Wyatt Becker throwing the ball to our guy from Corner Canyon, it's a beautiful thing. I'm just like, this is an offense that could light up the scoreboard with great protection, with phenomenal tight ends. If they landed all the guys we talked about today, I don't know if it's just tight end you. I think you could have some wide receivers and a lot of – fun playing going on at the University of Utah on the offensive side of the ball. 
It would be tremendous. I mean, even if you loop in a guy like Kasuga, you want to talk about the quarterback room of Wilson, Becker, and Kasuga? Like, um, I mean, if that, that, like I said, that probably will not happen. But if the fact that there's just a chance that it could, because you already have two of the four, I mean, two of the three. So that is, it's amazing. And it's going to be really interesting to see what else happens. But um, love hearing your review of Becker there. And I think it's got a lot of Utah fans, myself included, ready to run through a wall for this guy. So I, I can't wait to see him get up on the hill. And it's going to be so fun to see what he can do with the University of Utah. And we touched on Wilson as well. Want to get your thoughts a little bit more on the class of 2024 since it is officially all done and kept under wraps now for Utah as everyone is signed. Want to discuss with you all of those players in that loaded class in one moment. But first, want to talk to you all about our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because right now new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. You can bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same game parlays, exclusive props, and more. You can just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. With the NBA All-Star break officially coming to a close, NBA regular season games resume tonight. So do you guys think the Jazz are going to be able to pick up some wins the rest of the season? How about the Celtics? Best team in the NBA. Can they keep it going? You know I love my Minnesota Timberwolves, so I'm feeling like Anthony Edwards and the Wolves can continue to find some success. However you're leaning as it comes to NBA action, make sure you head over to FanDuel Sportsbook today, the official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Moose, Utah landed a lot of talented players in the class of 2024. Give me your thoughts on that class overall. So let's start with the early enrollees, Isaac Garcia, Isaac, uh, Isaiah Garcia, Isaac Wilson, Hunter Andrews, Jelani Davis, David Washington, Ashton uh, Lopez. Really, really great immediate impact players. I like that they only grabbed six kids out of high school because what we're seeing is a lot of these schools are kind of going, hey, we can go to the transfer portal and get kids to win right now. And that's what Utah's gearing up for. They're getting, gearing up for this playoff expansion. They're gearing up for, hey, we can win the Big 12 this year and maybe send Witt out on a championship-type run because Alabama, Nick Saban's gone. Sure. Michigan. Their head coach is gone. And Utah really, I like the compilation of everything that they're doing. Oregon is a scary school if they ever see them in the playoffs, but they won't see them in the regular season anymore. So I think Utah's gearing up for a magical, magical season coming up. But Isaiah Garcia, he was hurt a lot of the year, and his star rating took a little bit of a dip because of it. And Isaac Wilson, he played out of his mind, and his star rating went up. I can see Isaac coming in and being the number two quarterback almost immediately. And I like that him going in learning smart kid, Isaiah Garcia. I think he might need a year to really get into it, but I love that Isaiah Garcia went to corner Canyon for a year. And he's like, I want to go against the best of the best of the best and make sure that I'm ready to go into the university of Utah. They had a lot of guys that signed LOIs that may be there, may not Davis Andrews, he is one of the rangiest, lengthiest safeties. I love that kid. Cash Dillon had a couple little injury problems, 6'5", 220. But he's a kid that I can see being a Kruger-type player at 6'5", maybe 260. He's still skinny, but he is strong as an ox. And I'm like, man, once you get into a college lifting program, you're going to be scary cash. You've got a lot of good players, but – what I'm most excited for are the transfers. You got guys from SC, Washington, Stanford, Michigan, 
BYU, Georgia Tech, UCLA. But the guys they got, Singer from USC is an absolute dog. Guileman from Stanford. So Stanford's kind of weird because they don't let you stay that fifth year. So you do your four years and then getting him at safety, that alleviates a lot of pressure losing two of your starting safeties right there. At cornerback, you guys have so many good cornerbacks. It doesn't even matter anymore, it feels. But John Henry Daly, I'd go on BYU shows and I was like, I'm so excited about Fano and John Henry Daly. I think those are two guys that will make edge pressure come back to BYU. And then all of a sudden Utah said, not so fast like Lee Corso. And now both of those guys who I love with my whole heart are going to Utah. And I think they're going to have phenomenal careers. John Henry Daly was one of the most explosive players I've ever seen in the high school realm. He was just amazing. I was like, J-H-D, I could say it all D-A-Y because he is a D-O-G. I'm like, wow. And then you guys, getting Carson Ryan, it's one of the most like underrated gets that I've ever seen because Carson Ryan, he looks like an offensive guard, plays like a tight end, catches like a receiver, and he does everything. He does the dirty work, but he's a guy that you can put out in the slot And he's a guy that can be a game changer for your team and create mismatches left and right. So I'm excited to see how they incorporate him into the Utah offense. But Utah is ready to make a run, and it's exciting to see it, especially if they can send Coach Whittingham, who I love with my whole heart, out on a great, great note. It would be fantastic to see it end that way for Utah. It's going to be a really fun season. And uh, Moose, we are just super excited. We're already excited because we got to talk with you about it for 25 minutes. Thank you so much for joining our show. Oh, no problem. I'm so excited. If Witt can get this, how many coaches have won a Mountain West championship, Pac-12, and Big 12? I think Witt would be the first. I got to believe you're right off the top of my head i don't yeah i think i don't think anyone else would have a claim to that as well so it'd be uh it would be awesome to sit on the trophy mantle i can't wait to see if he's gonna accomplish it uh big thanks to moose once again for joining us that is gonna do it for today's episode and we look forward to being back with you tomorrow talking all things utah football and utah athletics we'll see you then